0: Well, good evening, everybody. The first chance I've got, my name's Jonathan G. am the vicar of the church to welcome you. Can we thank our fantastic choir and musicians? (laughs) Many of you I know are regular members of St. Paul's. Many are guests and visitors. And the custom before the vicar preaches is to pray a prayer. And if you agree with that prayer, you say, Amen. There's no known mechanism for pulling out of a prayer halfway through, so I thought I'll tell you what I'm going to pray first, and then you'll know whether you want to pray it with me. Uh, I'm going to pray that the Lord would help me to preach well. I'm sure you know that, and uh, I'm sure you want that. And in 10 or 15 minutes, you'll know whether that particular prayer has been answered. Uh, More importantly, I'm going to pray that God will speak to each one of us, whether you've been a Christian for many, many years, or whether this is all very new. We pray that God who came in Jesus, will speak. And then I'm going to pray that God would give us grace to respond appropriately if we hear him speak. So let's just pray that together. As we think about this story and what it means, we pray, Heavenly Father, that you would help me to preach well, that you'll take what I've prepared and make it better. We pray through it that you would speak to each one of us. And then we pray for grace, to follow where you lead. And we ask it together in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, it hasn't been an easy year, has it? This time last year, half were in masks, we were still socially distancing and setting the chairs a fair way apart. We were just emerging from that when that terrible, evil invasion of Ukraine happened from Russia and effects all around the world and especially on the people of Ukraine. We weren't expecting the turbulence in politics, uh, the financial crisis, the Queen dying. All these things have happened this year. And for most of us, as we look back on the year, there will be really good things to thank God for, but some sad, difficult things. And for most of us both. For me personally, this time last year, my mum was dying, my dog was dying. It was a really difficult start to the year. And then two grandchildren were born. Great joy. And we hold all of these things together uh, and bring them to God. And what we most need is to hear again that message of the angels of good news. So much difficult news. Yes, bits of good news. But the angel speaks, and we'll put these verses up again, the angel to the shepherds. Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. Good news for all the people, that includes me, and it includes you. Good news of a saviour, a rescuer. Good news because he is the Messiah, God's King, who will rule well and wisely. Now, that is good news for every one of us, not just the person near you. It's good news for the people who are strictly fans and had their parties last night, or football fans and got here just in time. Uh, Or for those of you who are both, or for those of you who are neither. Good news for those of you who are struggling to pay the bills, as well as good news for those of you who've managed okay to pay the bills. Good news whether you're old or young, male or female, black or white. Uh, Good news for those of you pleased it's got warmer and wetter, or for those of you who rather preferred it cold and dry. It's good news for all of us. And to help us think through this good news and what it means, I've turned to an unlikely source, and that is the John Lewis Christmas advert. Now, if you've seen this, you will already be wondering, what on earth has that got to do with the Christmas story? If you haven't seen it, you'll be thinking, what on earth is it? So we're gonna watch the John Lewis Christmas advert. The idea is not to make you go and buy things from John Lewis, though you are welcome. I want to use this as an illustration to help us understand something about what is at the heart of Christmas. Yeah, we can't wait. Oh got. Merry Christmas. All the small things True care Truth brings oh, You're okay. I'll take, yeah. I'm one fine. Lift, you're right. Best trip Always oh. I know You'll be <laughs> At my show Watching Waiting How did it go? Yep. Nailed it. Rating, say it ain't so want to come in? Oh, it's cool. It's not as good as yours, I don't think. Oh, well, I just have a few stickers, that's all. We get, get some stickers for you. Well, you may be even more bemused. So, how on earth does that fit with the Christmas story? We're thinking, what is this skating? What's learning to skate? kind of middle-aged guy failing to learn to skate. What's that got to do with the Christmas story? Uh, And for any of you listening afterwards on audio, you might want to pause this and go and Google the John Lewis Christmas advert so the rest of this makes some sense to you. It all becomes clear. uh, Three things I want to draw out that point us to the heart of the Christmas story. At the end, we realise this is all about helping someone in need. There was a problem. This girl needed a home. We don't know if it was going to be a foster home, an adoptive home, but the tragedy of so many children who are needing a home. Now the Christmas story is at heart a story of there being a need, a problem, and God's solution. The problem is far wider than just children that need a home. It's that the whole world is broken. I've heard that question more this year than for many. What's going wrong? Why is the world so broken? And the Bible has a very clear answer that we've heard again and again already tonight through the readings and the carols. The problem is sin, that we've turned our own way, that's what sin means, I've gone my way rather than God's. And the world as a whole has gone its own way rather than God's. There's some very horrible, obvious examples of that, of war and greed and violence and evil. But we all know our own hearts, that that selfishness and pride runs right through each one of us. And at the heart of the Christmas story is of a God who comes to save from our brokenness and sin. Did you hear this, that the angel said to Joseph, Mary will give birth to a son and you'll give him the name Jesus, which means God rescues, because he will save his people from their sins. Now, the shepherds who heard the same message from the angel, they were wanting a saviour. They knew they needed one. Their land was overrun by the Romans. They wanted a Messiah. But Jesus had come to be a very different sort of Messiah to the one they expected. He'd come to deal with the root problem in our world, which is the sin that separates us from God, that sin that runs through each one of us, greed and pride, anger, lusts, hatred. We all know uh, because we've all experienced that. How he would do it is the Easter story. It would lead him to the cross, but there are hints in the Christmas story of that, of a Saviour who would save from sin. So that's the first thing. We saw at the end of that advert this need. So here's the second thing that Christmas advert has this couple giving their home to meet the need. It's very godly indeed. For at the heart of the Bible is the story of God as a father caring for children who are estranged from him. Jesus taught us to call God our father. Indeed, we prayed that prayer earlier tonight. We said, our father. And that was new with Jesus. That God is like the perfect parent, if you can imagine that. None of us have had perfect parents. None of us who are parents have been perfect parents. But God... Has a father's heart for his children especially estranged children Uh, the most famous story Jesus told the story of the prodigal son tells of a father who had a son who thought he'd be better off running away and he ran away and got into a terrible mess and came to his senses and came home asking to be a servant and found a lavish welcome from the father God is a loving father And if you're wondering, well, if I came back to God, what welcome would I get? Jesus tells us, it's of a front door thrown open. Come on in, you are welcome. So the advert points us to something of God's nature. A parent opening a home to someone in need. His heart aches with the brokenness and need in the world. And Jesus came to make it possible for us to come back into relationship with him. And Christmas is the start of that rescue operation. But here's the third thing, and this was the bit that captivated me about that video. We're sitting there thinking, why is this man learning to skateboard? And then we find that Ellie, the girl who's being fostered or adopted, skates a bit too and he has done his best to enter her world. The Christmas story tells of a God who entered our world in the person of Jesus. The literal word incarnation, he became enfleshed and entered our world to show the love of God for you and for me and to make a way for you and me to come home, to be adopted as his children. Did you notice that in the reading from uh, John's Gospel? Jesus came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent nor a human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. God has made us to know him. And all of us, at heart are homesick for heaven that's what we're most looking for and no amount of wealth or toys no amounts of presents or food or drink no number of amusements or pleasure can fill that gap that God has made to be filled with him and while the whole world has gone away from God Jesus came to bring us home And when I saw that in the advert, I loved that. I don't know whether it was intentional from the makers of the advert or whether it's a happy coincidence. But here at the heart of Christmas is a God who enters our world to reveal the love of God and to bring us home. So the angels announced to the shepherds, this is good news of a saviour who will rescue us from what is right at the heart of what's wrong with the world, the greed and pride and selfishness that runs through us and bring us back into relationship with God so we can be part of the solution, not part of the problem. I bowed my knee to Jesus as my Lord over 40 years ago now. I've never regretted it once. Forgiveness is a wonderful thing. Uh, I've often got things wrong. It's not easy to live for Jesus in a world that's turned its back on him. But each time I come back, there's joy and peace. And contentment and hope. And this Christmas, I want to give to you the invitation that the angels gave to the shepherds, the good news of Jesus, who calls us back into relationship with God, back home. If you are a Christian, embrace that again fully. Some of us will have struggled over the year and grown distant. Come back to God this Christmas. If all this is very new to you, can I encourage you to? resolve over Christmas and the New Year to sort this out. We invite people to an Alpha course where you can ask any questions. On the way out, we'll give everybody an invitation to that Alpha course. It'll be on Tuesday evenings at the end of January. And you are really welcome to come and explore, is this really true, what I'm saying tonight? or come on Sundays. We'll be looking through Luke's Gospel as Luke tells us about Jesus. And we've got some copies of Luke's Gospel to give to Any of the guests here tonight who would like one, the church members already had a copy of the gospel, but you're very welcome if you're a visitor to have one. Uh, What we're going to do now is just, before I lead in a prayer, to reflect a bit. Uh, As we reflect, I ask that we keep quiet. We're going to light the candles. The stewards will come up the aisles and light the candles and pass the light along the row. Uh, Steve, our organist, has written a new carol for us tonight, which the choir are going to sing, Uh, which goes through the story of Jesus. And as we listen to these words, and as the light spreads, can I invite you to bow your knee to Jesus as Lord, afresh, or to ask God if this is true? I really want to know. But let's be still as the choir sing and the candles are lit.